Welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Cambo Campbell. Nelson, for the last couple of weeks, I've had a very impressive looking big book on my table. Oh. And you've not mentioned how smart I must be. Yeah, that's how I judge people's intelligence. I was just scared that if I asked you about it, you'd give me a too intelligent of a reply. Indubitably. And, oh, shit. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, yeah, that's. Uh, I read like Spot and stuff like that. Just that's my level of intelligence. Yeah. You should check out the sequel, Train Spotting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they get really Spot similar. Takes a turn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, hey, hey, Cambo. Hey, you got a big book on your table. Yeah, I must be pretty smart. Hey, yeah. Nelson. Yeah. Indubitably. <laughs> oh, he's done it. He's done it. What is this book? Okay, well, actually, now no. I'm <laughs> um, it's actually full of like documents and stuff. It's a it's a big book about a, a movie about Stanley Kubrick. Yes, Stanley Kubrick's Napoleon. Yeah. Oh, boring. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But necessary for the weird thing I do. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I mean, don't bring that up. That's, no. We got that's R rated. Yeah. So. <laughs> That weird thing that you do with Stanley Kubrick's <laughs> documents. Uh, all right. Here's uh, the first Reddit on Reddit, Cambo. This is by Decent Manager 1528 And I think it's going to be in the subreddit. Yes, it was. Asshole Design. Okay. Uh, and it says, and the award of Asshole Design of the Century goes to... It's... Uh, and it was uh, the the title of a um article that said it's not just you youtube is slowing down your pc if you have ad block installed by making your cpu sweat likely as part of its draconian war on ad blockers <laughs> that's so i know that word nelson i've yeah. read big, big books oh indubitably I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh you're learning <laughs> Uh, I do what I always do, and I just mimic smart people and it makes me look smart. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. YouTube has been fighting ad blockers recently. Yeah, because here's yeah. the thing, Nelson. You don't need an ad blocker. Just sign up to YouTube Premium and you don't get the yeah. ads. Funnily just enough. Just give YouTube money and you don't get the ads. At the bottom of uh, the next line on this article, I couldn't read the whole thing. Uh, well, I probably could have if I wanted to do, but I didn't. Uh, and the next time was like, oh, yes, even YouTube premium people are affected. And I was like, there's no ads on there, yeah, right? No. Like, And so then that made me question the, I don't know. Yeah. How the reporting, the reporting of of this? Yeah, um, I think it was just like a hey, let's get on this this bandwagon and hate YouTube together. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe there's there's something to it. Like a lot of things where a tech monopoly is trying to exploit. Yeah, um, the EU is one of the bigger figures they have to fight. So Apple recently lost to the EU around mm. their charging port. Yeah. They always had the lightning port, which is a proprietary port that only works in Apple products. And yeah. The EU have said that all charging needs to be available through USB-C. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now they've had to change that. Yeah. And which I believe, the rest of the world benefited from, yes, which is great. Absolutely. And I believe YouTube tried to make it so that their platform won't work if you have an ad blocker on. Yeah. And the EU said no. That really? is, you cannot do that. That is people's right to be able to block ads if they want. Wow. I didn't actually uh, realize that they came back with that 
because I don't know if it was as severe as like it won't work at all, but they they were trying to. I believe there's like notifications and stuff popping up, being like, "Hey, you're using an ad blocker. You can't do that." Yeah, yeah, right. Um, yeah, that that is interesting. Um, I think because that that they voted in that way. I mean, I guess it depends on what the minutia was for the the law that they wanted. Um, because I I and I've made this argument before, which is watch the fucking ads. <laughs> You're getting content for, for free. free. Yeah. Watch the fucking ads because that's the point. That's how the world works. Nothing, nothing in the world is free. And so, uh, you know, I think that people are just, it's like saying, you know, if, if people were offered like a free car to watch a bunch of ads that people would be like, Oh nah, too many ads no thank you be like fucking give me all the ads i'll take a free car like that like what why are you so i i don't understand why people are so against it like so vehemently like i cannot deal with ads i uh, like to me the people that are in this extreme camp i i understand that people might just not like them but i don't think those people are like actively searching for ad blockers and trying to block out all those things. But I imagine the people that are severely like campaigning for creating the ad blockers must be like, must have so little self-control when it comes to buying, like purchasing (laughs) that they're like, I just, I just literally buy everything that Um, I see. Yeah. The things that I pay for to stop ads are things that I think I use frequently enough that I, I find more value, like Spotify, for example. Right. Yeah. I'm happy to pay a couple bucks because I'm on someone's family plan Um, (laughs) for Spotify to just not get any ads because I use it all the time. Yeah. But if there, yeah, if there was a thing like, um, I don't know, like, uh, yeah, any kind of video player mm-hmm. that has a bit of free content. Yeah. I completely get that the way that they are free yeah. is because they sell ads. Yeah, yeah. It's it's um, so interesting to me because, yeah, like uh, I do pay for Spotify premium, which is funny because I probably use YouTube more, but I don't pay for the <laughs> YouTube premium. Um, and... Uh, yeah, but I've never had ads that like annoy me so much. I use it a lot for work and often it will be even like I'm in the middle of doing something and I want to find like a video that yeah. shows me the solution. And I don't, I don't ever feel like I've come across an ad and just be like, oh, I'm so annoyed about this because I just want to get this done because I'm like, I need to wait five seconds till skip ad thing comes up <laughs> or like, you know, maybe max of 30 seconds or something. And then I'm like, I'm fine. There's a, I only know this being in the, the world and the job that I'm in at the moment, but YouTube has really pushed lately into podcasts. Mm. So you can ingest an RSS feed. This is really boring for anyone that doesn't have a podcast, but you can ingest an RSS feed into YouTube now mm. to yeah. have it like a like a podcast platform. Yeah, right, yeah. And one of the features that I use the most, because I have a YouTube premium, one of the features I use the most and one of the reasons I use it a lot is because if you close a video, it will keep playing mm, and yeah. you can listen to it just the sound. Yeah. And I think that if YouTube really wants podcasts yeah. to be a thing there, they need to make that a non-premium feature. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that that's my prediction. But that's one of the main reasons I have premium. Yeah. It's kind of like that. I use that feature so often. Yeah. And I listen to a lot and I, I, I like 
completely just audio only yeah. on YouTube by doing that. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. I yeah. didn't know that was a thing. Um, I thought this was interesting also because uh, so this uh, reminded me of a video game, and I, I can't remember the name of it. It was a Call of Duty Modern Warfare re- 3? Yeah, that yeah. one. No, it, it was like a very old video oh, game. Oh, Modern Warfare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just the first one. Uh, because, uh, so, so this game, uh, I can't remember in what way that it worked exactly, but it was like <clears throat> if you used a you know CD key, like this was before even downloading them, and the CD key didn't match the product or something, I didn't know. They worked out in one way or another that you had an illegal copy, like a burned copy. Maybe when it burned, it like they knew for a way to tell whether it was burned or not. Um, they uh, uploaded a virus to your computer and uh, or like not upload. I mean, like it was on the CD yeah, yeah, again. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about like ages ago. So it was on the CD, and then it would just install into your computer. <laughs> um, that can't be illegal. It was. It it got ruled yeah to be illegal, and they had to. I don't know. I don't know what the consequence was. Maybe re uh, give it out to me. But I but I thought that that was really interesting because it's like, well, they're stopping people from using something illegally. And then they're doing a pretty extreme, you know, maneuver to stop people from then. Like, yeah, it's fighting fire with fire. Yeah. Is what I mean. And I don't necessarily think that's wrong in a way. Like, it does seem like a pretty severe consequence. But at the same time, don't steal shit. You know, like, imagine we lived in a world where that passed, right? And it became law. Yeah, that's totally fine. There would be so little piracy, uh, probably at least back in the day, maybe harder digitally or something. I, I don't really know how it works. Um, and probably people would get wise to it as they do in, in cracking games and stuff when it's released. Somebody works out the code and works out how to undo it. So people would work out how to undo the viruses. But I feel like it would just be way more of a risk, you know, and, and that there would be way less piracy. If yeah. that was that was the case, at least on like video games and and stuff. But you know, it would be interesting if it if it extended to like DVD players or something. If they got to that point where it's like we worked out how to work out if you've got a ripped DVD player, and uh, we upload a virus to your DVD player and you can't play DVDs anymore. <laughs> you know, back back in the day, that yeah. would have like crippled people. You couldn't. There would have been like no piracy <laughs> for that. Um, yeah, it's really, That's, really I, interesting. I had no idea about that. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what a different world we would have lived in. Anywho, let's move on to Ask Reddit. This Ask Reddit is by 05TN3021. Uh, what's something small you started doing that makes you drastically happier? Drastically happier, something small. Drastically happier. I mean, the, the cliche answer is um, exercising. Oh, right. Especially yep. I find now, um, I normally go in the morning. Yeah. And it is actually 100% noticeable, my mood. Yeah. And days I do go and days I don't go. Yeah, right. I'm 
so much more lethargic on days I don't go. Yeah, right. Yeah. So even just like chemically in my brain, mm-hmm. I am I am better. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I think that's too cliche. So let's let's pick something else. Because I feel like everyone agrees that if you exercise, you feel better. Yeah. Well, do you know what? Actually, I want to put a caveat on that because I think that if you're somebody who doesn't exercise at the moment uh-huh. and you expect to feel better after you've exercised for the first Once, time yeah. after a long time, I don't reckon you do. No. I reckon you're so fucked from yeah. being like unfit and, you know, unhealthy that to me it took to the point of sort of being fit-ish. You know, I didn't have to be super fit, but but I, I worked out a few times and then I noticed the difference of like, oh, I, I, I feel better after going to the gym or, yeah. you know, playing tennis or whatever. Yeah. Um, because I, I always feel like that's a, uh, you know, it can be a pitfall of, of somebody telling somebody else, oh, yeah, you should yeah. exercise. You'll, <laughs> You'll feel, feel real, great. You'll yeah. feel really good. And then they don't have that experience and they go, oh, well, it must just be me. I yeah. just don't get that same feeling. It's like, no, no you go stick it over a while. Yeah. And then and you'll start it's, getting that It's one of those reward. things as well where you won't even notice that you stopped feeling bad. Yes. One day yes. you will just notice that you feel good. Yes. I 100% agree. That's totally it. It's not that you're, yeah, you're not even that conscious yeah. of it really. Uh, yeah. Anywho. Um, uh, I'm going to pick a different one. This is really superficial. Yeah. But I think it does make me feel better. Um, I have like a weird proportion body. Okay. I, I've got quite big and broad shoulders mm-hmm. and chest. Yeah. But my waist isn't that big. Right. It's like a 32 inch, like a really regular size waist. Yeah. Um, my legs are pretty short. So what I have been doing now is when I get an item of clothing that I really like, yeah, I get it tailored. Oh, and now things fit me better. Okay, because for years and years I would just either get something slightly too big so it would fit my big bulky shoulders. Yeah, okay. And the sleeves would be too long or whatever, and whatever. I just roll them up. And, <laughs> okay, yeah. And now my clothes just fit me nicely. You know? Okay, <laughs> like, yeah. And now when I put clothes on, I'm like, yeah, I like this. Ah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, yeah, yeah, that's funny. Uh, mine is, mine is. <laughs> Yeah, a, a really kind of small thing to maybe drastically happier is a is an exaggeration, yeah, 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 but yeah. Uh, uh, happier definitely. Um, one day I just realized that uh, I kind of feel better if I'm in a cleaner environment, mm-hmm. but I don't love cleaning. Yeah. I don't I don't hate cleaning either. But the big difference for me was I adopted the clean as you go attitude. And that was like such a game changing thing for how I felt about the environment that I was in, because it'd be like, okay, if I'm cooking dinner, I'll just clean the things while something's cooking, clean the things that I've just used because cleaning that those one or couple of things doesn't feel like the effort of cleaning, but at the end, You've got barely anything left to clean. Yeah, you've got barely anything left to clean. It just makes me feel so much better. I feel like I had stopped doing it recently uh, a little bit just in regard to Because it's even things like if I've taken my clothes off, uh, either putting them like straight in the laundry hamper or, you know, maybe hanging them up straight away kind of thing, something like that, Um, just just so they're out of the way. And I, I stopped doing it for a bit. And I could just like notice my, 
mood just changed a little yeah. bit. Like, just like walk into a room and be like, there's just crap everywhere. And then so I just spent one day like running around the house kind of cleaning up. And then I was like, this feels good now. It's all, everything's clean. And then, and I've been like keeping up this little bit of extra, you know, cleaning. Like a, another really small thing is uh, my cat, you know, uses cat litter and um, he'll drop a little bit of litter just kind of on the outside of the, the box as he's like getting out. Yep. And sometimes I just used to leave that for ages and then clean it up all at once kind of thing. But now whenever I do his litter, I have a dustpan and brush right next to it and I just clean it up there and it's just like a couple of scoops and it's done. And even just that small thing, I was like, this is so much better than spending ages like on my hands and knees with the scoop as well or getting the vacuum cleaner out because I've left like a little bit too much in the in this like bathroom. He has his like own bathroom kind of thing. And um, it's like, ah, it's just those small things that just make me feel so much better now. That's funny because we started this by talking about exercising and yeah. that mentality you have to cleaning yeah. is actually the key to exercising. Yeah, right. Just yeah. do it constantly a little bit <laughs> yeah. and you'll never fall out of it and you never have to get back into it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like just yeah. exercise as you go. Yeah, yeah. In fact, like, you know, over Christmas, New Year's, I took time off, didn't eat that well, whatever. That first one back, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's funny that exercising can be that way. Yeah. Just do a little bit here and there, keep it up a little bit and you'll be okay. I was saying to Stacey the other day, it was depressing because I, I did the same thing and then went back to the gym and I picked up my usual weights and I was like, well, yeah, not these ones. I know, I know. And, and <laughs> I like, get the one lower. <laughs> this is how embarrassing this is, Nelson. No joke. I felt like I was going to vomit. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Yeah. Because everyone else seemed fine. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, did you guys all keep this up? Like, <laughs> yeah. did no one else take a break? Yeah. Because they're doing their cleaning as they go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes. All right. Uh, let's move on and get into Today I Advice. So now it's time for Today I Learned. And also sometimes advice. This advice is by Bunnet8. My 27 female boyfriend, 31 male, of two years told me he would always want a paternity test for any kids he has because, as a man, you can never know. <laughs> my boyfriend and I yep. were making dinner and chatting about our days and I told him about some drama in my life and how one of my co-workers is questioning the paternity of his adult daughter. That's when my boyfriend told me that, no matter the scenario, he would always want a paternity test for any kids he has. He said we could be locked away in an isolated cabin for the attend the entire the entirety of a pregnancy and he would still want a test just to be sure he said he would do all the legwork of scheduling the test showing oh, up to it yeah. and paying for it his re reasoning for wanting this is that as a man you can never truly 100% know <laughs> if a kid is yours without the test so he would want it just in case he also mentioned hearing too many horror stories about men raising children that weren't theirs. He wanted to let me know all of this now before we were thinking about having kids because asking for one after I was pregnant or while we were trying uh, would be offensive. Just before I read on, because I think it is important that I read on, yeah. I just want to point out, she brought up the conversation uh -huh. and then he said his bit and he's like, well, I want to tell you now before we get... It, he didn't bring it up. Yeah, yeah. I think he was... You know, I think he was kind of sort of saying like, oh, I wanted to tell you 
now, but he was never going to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Only because opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Literally was. Was there. Was and there. Like, he and he's like, oh, this is a good time for me to say it because you've, yeah. you've Otherwise it would, it would be, congratulations, it's a boy. And he's like, by the cool, way. Cool. Is it mine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, in the moment, I felt kind of disgusted at the request, but thought bringing it up now was a lot better than bringing it up later. I also am a woman, so I will know 100% that any kids I have will be mine. That sentence didn't need to be in there. <laughs> it's good to know. Therefore, yeah, just in case you weren't sure how it all works, uh, she's a woman and she'd know what's hers. Therefore, I hid my disgust and told him that I would be fine. But the more I thought about it, the more I hated it. Asking for a paternity test in pretty much any scenario is an accusation of cheating. It's saying you don't trust your partner enough to not cheat, and you don't trust your partner enough to not uh, enough not to trick you into raising a child that's not yours. Bringing it up before thinking about having kids is better than bringing it up afterwards, but still seems like a red flag. Try as I might, I can't stop myself from feeling hurt by this. I have no intention of ever cheating on my boyfriend, so I can only really see it as an inability to trust. So now I'm here asking for perspective. Is this a reasonable request from him? Is the perspective of this situation from a man's view something I just can't see? Any thoughts would be appreciated. <sighs> um, okay. This does strike me as two things. One... Yep. Like she mentions, trust <laughs> seems to be a big thing. Like, relationships are primarily built on trust. Yeah. I think every day you're in a relationship, you wake up and go, we both agree, right, that we were, we were not going to fuck this up? Okay, yeah, yeah good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The second point is, this makes you think his point of view is like, well, I need a test because you you know that like we're all cheating on each other out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know everyone's cheating on each other. I'm yeah. cheating on you. You're cheating on me. i got to know it that it's, it's mine. It's happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good point too. He's like, yeah, I've been cheating this whole time, so I'm just yeah. making sure. So I, I assume that you're probably doing the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I I actually found this more interesting than, um, like, I, I, I think that it, it is uh, more crazy. I don't know, just crazy is not necessarily the right word, but, like, um, I don't agree with him. But I don't. I don't think it's that crazy, sort of. There's part of me that's like, I sort of understand his perspective a little bit because all the people, and I'm not, I don't know what percentage this is, but are bringing up a child that's not theirs. Yeah. Potentially never also thought that their partner was cheating on them. Like the, his point is that yeah. nobody knows like the people that are raising a child that's not theirs never suspected that their partner cheated. Yeah. So there is also the, um, let's say, visual paternity test. Yeah, yeah. Instance, but you got to wait till like yeah, yeah. five ish. Well, know? I would say, for instance, our friend Eden has had yeah, a kid. Yeah. And that kid is 100% Eden's son. Yeah, yeah. Big or, floppy hair. Like, or his brothers. Or his brothers. <laughs> because no, his brother doesn't look yeah, like his him. brother doesn't look like him. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like, yeah, you know, like, true. and I, I, I feel that way about so many, like another friend of mine, Christian, his kid looks exactly like him. Yeah. To the point yeah. where like, you, you can't doubt that. Like that is you. Yeah. Yeah. Again. That's right. But then is it bad to, to work out? Like, let's say they get to five years old and you're like, yeah. 
that isn't me. Like there are features that are like that doesn't if seem it doesn't like look me like enough. You, if it doesn't look like you or your or the mum, because obviously you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's why it's tricky. That's how you can never know, Kevin. <laughs> See, you're only talking about scenarios where you know. Yeah. But you're not talking about the scenario where yeah. you don't know. But I I would say that this, what is this relationship that they're in? Like if Stacey had a kid and it didn't look like me, yeah, no part of my brain would be like, well, can I trust it? Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I can. And if he doesn't yeah. feel like he can, then that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, and that's what I mean in that ultimately I don't agree with him. Yeah. But there is this, but then like, wouldn't it be crazy? Like l- then let's say Stacy's like, oh yeah, by the way, it's not. You're not yours, yeah. Yeah, it's not yours. Like, would you be like, shit, I knew maybe that guy I, I read it was right. Maybe, maybe I should have. Or let's say then you get into another relationship and then the same thing happens yeah. where it's like. <laughs> if it happened twice. Well, I mean, no, no. if it happened Sorry. twice, I'm getting for <laughs> For the rest of your yeah. life for all the other kids. <laughs> and then that that's way more reasonable to any future yes, partner yeah, yeah. where they're like, oh, it happened twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, no, but even what I mean is like the second time, are you even like somebody, let's say it's somebody that you love just as much as Stacey, that you trust just as much as Stacey, the second time, are yeah. you getting paternity just? Uh, no, because I, I, my mind would be like, well, it can't happen. <laughs> the but odds of this. Here's the thing. Even if Stacey had a kid and years down the line, she said, it's not your kid. Mm-hmm. My thought wouldn't have been like, I knew I should have got a paternity test. My thought yeah, would be yeah. like, I trusted you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. No, but I'm saying that that relationship was over at that point, obviously. <laughs> obviously. I'm we thought the, the kid would keep us together. I don't care about that one. I think yeah. next one. Yeah. The next relationship. Okay. Okay. I'm trying it, to get to you it, to yeah, a yeah, point yeah. where you're yeah. like, yes, I will take him if it. We've learned that two after, after it yeah, happening yeah. twice, you definitely will. If it happened the second time. I would, I would think, oh, well, fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. Fool me three times. Back to you. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Society is the yeah. fool. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, it's it's uh yeah it's interesting. I don't know. Break up with him anyway. That's my advice. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh he's no good. Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's move on and get into shower thoughts. Shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, 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 shower thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. This shower thought is by White Shiftry. It's crazy how many people spend 40 or more hours a week doing something that they aren't even passionate about, passionate about or enjoying. I assume they're talking about their job here. Mm, yes, well, like I guess so. Yeah, unless they do something else for, else for forty hours a week. Yeah, they not gar- job. Yeah, they like other people's gardening or something. Yeah, like, yeah. What am I doing? But not for you're not getting paid. <laughs> no, you're just doing. Like, oh, I hate doing this. Um, uh, I would have loved some examples of what they're talking about here because this makes it sound like they're just saying, "Isn't it weird that you do a job?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> that that is what they're saying. Yeah, I read, I would say it's not that weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, well, 
it's coming. Okay, I may as well just tell you, I guess. I read uh, there was like an edit and they're like, sorry, I'm like 14 or so yeah, okay. young. Okay. And they're like, I, I didn't mean to offend anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read any of the comments, no. but I was like, I expect the people to be yeah. like, who the fuck are you to tell I me that I don't. Family to provide for. That yeah. I'm not passionate about our enjoy. Yeah. Um, it, it like, and I could, if I stepped into the shoes of a 14 year old, Maybe I could understand this, but like, don't you just have a good time? Like most of the time <laughs> in your life, do this, something that's that's enjoyable. This is this reeks of yeah, like a fourteen year old whose mom or dad has come home and been like, oh my god, that sucked. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, said so the same thing. It's like, why do you do yeah. it? And they're like, just it'll don't. happen to you. Yeah, yeah, everyone does it. And yeah. he's like, not me. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. it slowly dawned on them. Can I tell you something? Like, I have, I have this irrational fear. Yeah. Um, where I end up getting a job doing something that I'm passionate about. And maybe it's playing games. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Nelson, we need you to play this game for eight hours a day. Yeah. And like report on to bugs. No. No, just, yeah, just play it. Just have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> what does this organization do? We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so uh, I, I'm fearful that I get that job and then I hate it because it's become my job. Yeah. Like I, I almost don't want a job that I'm passionate about because I think that's a scenario where you can end up ruining that passion you have. Yeah. Um, I think um, not that everybody who has a passion and that ends up being their job ends up hating it. Yeah. Just it can happen. There's a YouTuber called Tom Scott and yeah. he spent 10 years on YouTube, mm -hmm. huge audience. And his whole thing was he'd just do interesting stuff. Yeah. Travel the world, go to interesting places, look at interesting stuff. Yeah. And he retired. Yeah. And he said, I've done it for 10 years. I wanted to make it for 10 years. And in his Farewell thing, he says something that I think really does hit on this, mm -hmm. which he says, this is my dream job, mm -hmm. but a dream job is still a job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no matter what, yeah, it is a job. Yeah. And I'm tired. Yeah. And I think that that kind of is a thing. It's like there, everyone has a dream job. Yeah. But I reckon you need to do a dream job for a year. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, if ten yeah. years of doing the thing that you love the most, it will. Yeah, it becomes a job. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then the helicopter took him away. Yeah, yeah it was uh, weird. <laughs> no one's seen him since. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's really okay. Um, it's funny because I like barely watched any of these videos, but for some reason I watched that final one. Yeah, yeah I can't believe like he's gone. All these, yeah, montage of. All the fun videos he's done, I'm like, this means nothing to me. <laughs> I've <laughs> Looks seen fun. nothing. Why do you quit? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to do the helicopter thing. I'm like, what is that? I don't know. <laughs> is, that, is that something you've been frequently talking about in your videos? I don't know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's right. Don't do something that's kind of okay. Yeah. That's why I think I'm, I'm satisfied with being a data analyst because I, I do find it satisfying to do some data stuff. It's not that I'm like incredibly passionate about it, but I'm like I find enough satisfaction in that that I could do I can do this for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm at the perfect middle ground with my job as well. Yeah, I yeah. like what I do, yeah. but the thing I work on isn't like yeah. everything to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, there's another one. This is by 
Ex-Cypro. There must be a lot of athletes who doped and never got caught because they still lost. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that that would just suck? Yeah. It's like if you were, um, like, because we know that sports uh, at an elite level uh, comes down to genetics a lot. I imagine there's, like, actually tons of people that are doping to try and keep up with people. Like, I, I always think of the example of, uh, is it Kieran Perkins? Australian swimmer. Australian swimmer, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's him. He, he like, they studied his body and was like, you have an unusually large heart. And because of that, you can... You know, so you need like less oxygen or something. I'm kind of like making a, shit up. Is he up. like a real life Farlap? He's a real life Farlap. There's a there's an Australian reference within an Australian reference. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but yeah, it's just like that physiology is is so hard to come by. Yeah, it's like you're it's like you're doping, but legally. Yeah, <laughs> um, because we can't make you change your uh, body type. But like, I imagine there's tons of people that were doping, trying to beat him. Um, you know, in his prime and just couldn't do it because yeah. he had that edge. <laughs> they had some kind of small cowardly heart. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bloody coward heart. That's what I call. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I think it's really uh, interesting and kind of funny. Yeah, I, I feel like the, the, this way just about body image in general of like even people that don't dope, let's say it's a, either a movie star or an athlete. Yeah. Only time you ever see them is when they've trained for months and months and months to get to that one specific point. Yeah. And then you see them mm-hmm. and then they go off and they get normal again. And then when the competition comes around, they, so I know a guy, I follow a guy on Instagram. It's like a friend of a friend and he's into bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. And now I actually see this perspective of when he's at competition level and he looks amazing, Yeah, but he still shares like when he's out of competition and he looks relatively normal, Yeah, yeah. like healthy, but normal. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you're like, Oh the only time you see certain people are when they are at like whatever <laughs> yeah. peak level. Yeah, right. And you assume that that is the default. Yeah, right. When it's not like no one sees Chris Hemsworth on an off day. Yeah, yeah. He's Jewish to the nines, but yeah, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I think that that also kind of, yeah. Yeah. Like, even if they're not doping, I think there are people that think people are doping because they only ever see them when they're at their peak. At their peak. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, there's one last one. This is by Dorit Fikadu. Yep. Burning the haystack is an easy way of finding the needle. <laughs> That's brilliant. It'd be I hot, love this show. It'd be a hot needle, though. Like, I've never thought about that before. I just let it let go for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, finding a needle in a pile of ash. It. I imagine it's just like, hey, guys, I found it. And they're like, well done, you you found the needle. Yeah. At no point. Oh, it turns out we had other needles. Nobody is so desperate for a <laughs> needle that they need to sift through the haystack. I can imagine it's only in a scenario where it's a challenge of sorts. Do you think this is one of those tests that determines whether someone's a psychopath? Oh, like, right. Your test is to find this needle in the haystack. It's like burn the haystack. Yeah. No. Oh, arsonist. Okay. Straight to jail. Yeah. Well, you found the needle. Now what? Burn the barn. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh no. But what about the family whose barn it is? I think you know. <laughs> I think you know what happens to the family. Yeah. Stab them with a needle. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, brilliant outside the box thinking. Uh, all right, let's get into podnapping. Ah! 
Podnapping. Podnapping. This is Podnapping, where we nap a pod. We take a topic of conversation or a segment from another thing, and we do it ourselves. It's my week this week. Mm-hmm. I have decided to test you on a subject that I'm interested in. Oh, okay. I Are you familiar with the concept that happens every now and again where famous movie props will be auctioned off? Uh, right, yeah, yeah. So what I've done, I found a website here that has 10 movie props that went to auction. Okay. And I want to see if you can work out roughly yeah. how much each of those movie props went for. Uh, because they I do- I feel like you've done this before. They really, they really vary yeah. in price you think you would pay for something compared to what it is. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I might have done something similar. You did something similar, I, maybe. I don't remember these yeah. ones specifically. Yeah, yeah. I think you did something similar. I apologize in advance. This is, by the way, this is from a website called Catawiki. Okay. Um, and I apologize because I'm going to blame them for this, but half the prices are in euro and half are in dollars. Okay. And they haven't I, just converted them. I just, yeah. Yeah. So I guess they were like, when it was auctioned. Yeah. It yeah. Was they they, they haven't yeah. said, which is a good one too. And yeah. I certainly didn't either. Yeah. Okay. So first, there's 10 of them. Mm-hmm. First is Aragon's sword from Lord of the Rings. He's the, the king's sword that he carries in that. Uh, it was auctioned in 2014. It was auctioned off by Christopher Lee, who's pl- in those movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, the listing price was over 200,000 euro when it went to auction. Oh. How much do you think someone mm. paid for That seems sword? low. 200,000 for a sword. For, there's a lot of nerds in the world I, I, with a lot of money. I'm also going to preface this. Um, it has, doesn't say specifically on here, but any prop, there are multiples. Yeah. So they probably had 10 Aragon swords. Yeah, I was going to say, like, and the other thing is, like, if if they auctioned off the sword and I paid $200,000 for it yeah. and I got it and it's, like, mainly styrofoam, <laughs> I, it does I'd be say, like, oh, that's kind of annoying. It does say this was classified as a hero sword, which means it it's it's good enough for close-ups on camera. Right. Whereas yeah, if yeah. it's like a fighting sword, that yeah, that probably is where you're starting to get yeah, like some some or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So yes, yeah. by all accounts, it seems to be an actual sword, a yeah. hero prop, one of uh, who knows how many. Yeah. Listed price that it started at was two hundred thousand euro. What do you reckon that went for? Yeah. And I think the the longer you go, the better gauge you'll get of what people. Yeah, pay for these yeah. Things. I feel like uh, it's pretty. People are pretty crazy about. Um, you know, Lord of the Rings yep. uh, in general. Uh, I'm going to go $700,000. Uh, look, if you converted it to Australian dollars, you're actually pretty close. Oh. 437,000 euros. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm so in Australian almost dollars. Almost half a million euros <laughs> someone paid for a sword. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The next item is Dorothy's shoes from The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Uh, so the red ruby slippers. Um, when? There are... Uh, I can tell you there are four pairs that are known to survive, like as in right. they still exist. And, and these ones apparently were stolen from a Judy Garland museum in 2005. <laughs> um, that must be 1995. I'm reading this as stolen in 2005 and went up for auction in the year 2000. So unless they went back oh. in time, they must be 95 oh. in 2000. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't tell me what the original listing price was yeah. I will. T- all I'll tell you is that it went for more than the sword. Oh yeah, I'm actually surprised about that. I suppose these are probably going to increase in value. Yes, to I, me, I would say seems... a more iconic movie 
thing. But everyone knows the ruby slippers from Wizard of Oz. Yeah, like, I they guess are like, so. Whereas, like, it's referenced sword, in like, there's, other media. There's a lot of swords in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Aragons is one really cool one. Yeah. But there's like the ruby red slippers from Wizard of Oz, especially Judy Garland. And let's say mm. um, the LGBTQI community. She's yeah. a very big hero in that community. Right. Um, okay. Uh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. My gauge is off on this. Because to me, I, I I feel like it's less interesting. Than a sword. Than a yeah, yeah. sick sword. <laughs> that was the king sword. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's go. Well, maybe I'll go $700,000. 660000 Yeah, okay. You're pretty yeah, close. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. yeah. Okay, you're starting to get there. I reckon because I feel like movie props were less detailed and whatnot back then, I reckon that'd be pretty crap. Yeah, I reckon now they would. Now they would really go all out and make them special. They would be like real shoes. But then it would just be like, we wept, we we, we got some clag yeah. and, uh, <laughs> some and some sequins. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and dipped it in. Yeah. Uh, number eight is Audrey Hepburn's little black dress from Breakfast at Tiffany's. This is the iconic, you know, she's got the mm. little the sunglasses and the pearl necklace and the black dress. Yeah, right. Um, there were three of these made. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one was auctioned in 2006. Mm-hmm. Would you wear it? I would, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, I wonder, she looks very small. I want to know if you, because I'm like, the shears, you're not going to wear. No. The sword, you will wield. But like, obviously, you'd wield it. <laughs> but like, I'd find the day. dearest horse, get on that horse, hold yeah. the sword aloft, yeah. and say, I am Aragorn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look. And then, as, as, he, as he famously says in the movie, <laughs> jumps on a horse and says, I, I am Aragorn. Aragorn. Uh, yeah. Uh, but the dress, maybe you wear that out because it looks great. No, I feel I like you probably won't. Cabinet with a plaque. <laughs> Not if you're spending $800,000 on a cabinet. 807. Oh, I get it. It's I'm Euro, good. but I. I yeah, yeah. I meant Euro. <laughs> Number seven. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. make it way more. 800,000 euros. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. okay, sorry. Yeah. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Mm-hmm. The car. Ugh. Who, could, who would want that? There were six of them made for the film. Yep. Um, this one was a roadworthy version registered with the uh, number plate Gen 11. Okay. Um, and it was sold in 2011. Can you – I, I want to see the – Photo of it. Can you, uh, are you able yeah. to scroll to a point where I can see the photo without the price? Yes, I will crop out. I think you might be able to see the next price, so don't look at that too much. Okay, but there's the car there. Oh yeah, it's like kind of a cool, yeah, yeah, cool, cool car. looking car. Um, I think that was written by Ian Fleming, by the way. Right, the creator of James Bond, or am I thinking uh, of Lord Dahl? No, I think it was Ian Fleming wrote this screenplay to Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Interesting. Um, Which is why Bond drives Chitty Chitty Bang Bang in all the Bond novels. Yeah, yeah, classic. Uh, okay. A million dollars. Uh, 805,000 euro. Okay. So that's about a million. So that's, yeah. Actually, yeah, a bit, yeah, bit that's over a million in Australian dollars. I like how, regardless of what it is, I can be close. Yeah. <laughs> because if I'm over, then I'm saying Australian dollars. If I'm bang on, I'm saying whatever the currency <laughs> is. What about this? Kit from Knight Rider, the car. Okay, yeah. Um, does it talk still? <laughs> uh, I don't think it does talk. Well, that's rubbish. Twenty-five dollars. Um, uh, David Hasselhoff sold his own version in, of the nineteen eighty-six vehicle in two thousand and fourteen. Mm-hmm. 
What do you reckon it oh, was? He, so, wait, so is this his one that I'm guessing? It or? doesn't. This is, it's phrased very oh, vaguely. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Because if it's his one, that's going for way more. To me, I'm thinking some, some diehard fan is paying I, like $2 million for that. I have two thoughts. One mm. is, are there still diehard fans? And two, given the, I don't reckon this is his. But Hasselhoff is really big in Germany. Germany. Yeah. So. And we like them now. We found we, out last we, we do like them now. Uh, yeah, I think. Um, yeah, given this, I'm going to give the hint. I don't think it was Hasselhoff's. Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know. I will also tell you this isn't just one curve going up, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm actually thinking it's not as high like me. Uh, I, I reckon like 600,000. 34,000. Whoa, that's <laughs> yeah, not that good. That's way, way less. <laughs> well, 34,000 euros. So still, you know, a lot for a car, but not that much for a kit. Because everybody was asking, does it talk to you? And they're like, no. And you're like, well, <sighs> $35,000. You've lost a hundred grand there. Yeah. Yeah. Number five, Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. What? They mean the handle. Yeah. What a fucking joke that is. The hilt. Yeah. I hope nobody paid more Um, than. Nelson, have you met a Star Wars fan? Yeah. (laughs) I still, I'm still hopeful. Uh, This was sold in 2008, by the way. Oh my God. And by the way, the thing about Luke's lightsaber, this is even funnier. It's made of an old camera handheld flash, um, and uh, another like it's like it's like in there's like two camera parts put together. Yeah, right. Like you can make it. Yeah, but is this? Did they say is this one? Like is this? It didn't say. Just look, there there must have been multiple made. Yeah, because they probably. they're fighting all the time, and also they're just two old camera parts put together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't say how many were made, um, but this is a screen used lightsaber from. Star Wars. Uh, hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred forty thousand. Okay. Right. Two hundred forty thousand dollars for a handle. Uh, I was. I meant euros. So it's about. I got it right. The time traveling DeLorean from Back to the Future. Does it time travel? Uh yes, it does. <laughs> uh, there are four known okay. to exist today. Yeah. One of them is on display at Universal Hollywood. Mm. One of them is on display at Universal Orlando, and one of the other two remaining was sold in 2011. Right. How much do you think that went for? The the range you want to find is Knight Rider at 34,000 yeah, yeah, yeah. and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang <laughs> at 807,000. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, for some reason, I feel like it would be as much as the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang because. It's just a DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've stuck a like a mixer on the top. Yeah, yeah. They've, <laughs> yeah. They've left the cardboard box that represents the time travel part of it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, um, uh, 400,000. 540,000. Oh, 540, okay. Yeah, yeah. Roughly there. This one you might be slightly less familiar with. It's Rick's Cafe Doors from Casablanca. So the bar okay. in Casablanca, there everything yeah. happens. They're these really iconic studded doors. Right. Um, yeah. I actually think there's only one of these because it's part of a set. Right. Um, and it's it's also famously one of the opening shots of Casablanca are these doors opening. Uh, I sold an auction go... in 2014. Uh, eighty thousand dollars. One hundred and fifteen 
thousand yeah, euro. That's pretty close. Number, I meant euro. Uh, number two, Marilyn Monroe's dress from the Seven Year Itch. Now this is the famous photo of her yeah. on the air vent. See, I feel and her, like her dress blows up. I feel like we've done this one before. I reckon last time you did something similar, you had her dress being sold. Yep. So this was sold in 2011. Yeah. Um, I reckon it could go for a bit. 2011. 2011. Hmm. I'm going to say... Three hundred thousand. Four point six million. Whoa. Euro. Insane. Excluding the one million dollar commission. Reckon they reckon they wear it? <laughs> you you'd have to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting the most yeah. out of this. I'm not I'm not wearing anything else <laughs> for the rest of my life. Four point six million euro. Yeah. That okay. Fall. I was, I was way off. And number one, James Bond's Aston Martin DB5 from mm. Goldfinger. Okay. Um, there were two does versions it, of the made for the film. Guns? There were two versions of them made for the film. One of them had all of the, like, it wasn't drivable, but it had the electronics right. with the guns. And then the other one was just a roadworthy, drivable DB5. Right. This is the roadworthy, drivable DB5. Garbage. <laughs> What's the point if it doesn't shoot things? Because Sean Connery once sat in it. And probably bragged about hitting his wife. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Do people, is that a known thing? I feel like we've mentioned on this show before, haven't we? I mean, he had a very casual not that, he, not that he bragged about it while riding his ass, Aston Martin. Yeah, no, <laughs> but he has an incredibly casual attitude towards it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's weird. Um, are people I, paying millions for that? I can show you a picture. Okay, yep. It's a very nice car. It's a nice car. I'm not a I've car I've got a person. Lego version of it over there, Nelson. Yeah, you do too. I love Lego. Um, unrelated, if you had all the money in the world, how much would you pay for it? <laughs> this much. Oh, okay. Um, Question, is it worth more or less than Marilyn Monroe's dress? I would hope less. I would hope significantly less, actually. Because it's just a car. I mean, it's, it's a just dress. a dress. <laughs> no, but for some reason, there's something about. It's like, like the most I know you were like photo of all Sean time, Connery. Photo. Yeah, exactly. Like Sean Connery being in the car versus Marilyn Monroe being in the dress. For some reason, the dress seems to hold more significance <laughs> or something. And like you said, that the classic photo of her. Whereas I feel like the car, you're like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, all right, let's go. 1.3 million. Nelson, it is also 4.6 oh million dollars. They both sold for the same amount. What a ridiculous thing. <laughs> Do you reckon it's the same person? They wear the dress and while they drive, they the, drive car. the car and they go, I've got too much money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but look at this sword. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this is a random thing that I was thinking the other day that yeah. is now slightly relevant because of that that one. Is um if you had all, we're not car people. No. Right? We don't really care about cars. No. But if you had a ton of money, mm-hmm. an infinite amount of money, yeah. would you buy like a Ferrari or something? I would never buy a Ferrari. Yeah. Honestly, like I might buy something like the Aston Martin if I was mm-hmm. going like driving up in the country or something. Like, right. Yeah, I like that idea of having like a nice okay. old classy car. Yeah. But I wouldn't drive it around... Really? Yeah. I, I, I'd rent it. 
Are you'd rent it? Yeah, I think I just rent it. No, but like, even I only, if you've got... I only want it. Like, <laughs> but I don't want to have to store it, Nelson. Going, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's D- funny. I was thinking about this earlier. I don't know why. It just popped up in my mind. I was like, not being a car person, but if I had millions of dollars, money to throw around, it's like, I think I would get a really fucking fast car that... Like, you reckon I, you would? Yeah, which is just not my personality you, at all. Do you think at any point you'd have enough money to splash 40 grand on a Rolex? <sighs> no, I'm more likely to buy a, the car than I am the, the, Rolex. the Rolex. But you have so much money, Nelson, and someone's like, you need a nice watch for this event you're going to. Would you go, well, I, I should get a nice watch? Uh, I don't think, I don't no. know. if I don't think I would. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I would. I don't think I would. But it's hard to tell how you change. Well, you, you would. That. You would totally get a watch. I don't think you I'd ever got... buy I'd get a nice watch, but I wouldn't get a Rolex. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think my mind would let me pay Right. that. I would get something nice. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I think it'd be like an entry-level nice watch. And I'd be like, this is the best thing I've ever brought. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But who knows? If I have that much money, maybe I would. Maybe I'd have 10. Yeah. Like I wanted a blue one and a green one or something. Yeah, yeah. Do they do blue and green Rolexes? Pretty in the face of them, probably. Yeah. It's, oh yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just imagine they're like goldish colored. Yeah. Or silverish. No, mine are blue and green. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, like the links interchanging a blue and green. <laughs> yeah, real, real yeah. classy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get into the ask me anything where listeners. Just like you, listener, can write in us like us and ask us anything you want. Would you say just like River? Just like River, because River is written in. Yeah, they said decided I would write in. I don't know if you guys will remember me, but just wanted to say that this was my go-to podcast while walking to my bus. You guys never fail to make me laugh, uh, smile, and laugh. Keep up the good work, River. I, I one. Only, I've only just realised this didn't have a question. <laughs> one, just one small thing. Yeah. Wonderful email. Bar one word. Yeah. Which is the word was. Mm, yeah. This yeah, was yeah. my go to yeah. podcast. With was, was my go to. Then I realised there's so many more. <laughs> yeah, River. We're gonna have to get you to stop all of those yeah, with immediate yeah. effect. Yeah. Now this is your go-to podcast. <laughs> and uh, welcome back. Since this is now your go-to welcome podcast. Welcome back. Never leave us again. <laughs> oh, God, no. How deep. We'll no. get Sean Connery. And I you. know you're oh. thinking, well, I need one every day for the bus. We're not willing to up the output of the podcast. We've got lots of episodes. You can just start from the start, start again. Start again. Okay. There's no scenario where you can't just only listen to this podcast. Uh, yeah, I, I do remember River yeah, writing um, through and um, one of our Discord uh, l- uh, listeners as well, I think. Um, and uh, yeah, no, no worries. Thanks for thanks for writing in. That's all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We've hit time though. We can wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, that's good. If you would like to write into us, uh, you can do so. Write a po- write a- podcast r-e-a-d-i-t podcast gmail.com you can also reach us at our subreddit or the discord um and uh we'd appreciate if you could rate the show and subscribe if you're not already subscribed but like rate the show rate it and like mean it but give us a good one give us a five do both of those things you don't even mean mean it i don't even care if you don't mean it just put the five stars in and and then okay 
rate us five stars and then your review, the words of your review, just say, I don't mean this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. I do not stand by this rating. <laughs> that's fine. Because then other fine. people know, because yeah. we need to set expectations. Yeah, 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 we yeah, get to true. the top of lists with yeah. the ratings, but then people know not to actually we, expect we, <laughs> we want people to start by going, they seem to be corralling people into <laughs> yeah. some kind of review system, which they don't want to. Yeah. But that's ideal. We, in, to be, like, in fairness, we are not as scummy as, you know, some of the, there's, like, restaurants yeah. that'd be like, we'll give you, like, free food or something yeah, if, if you, you just Google rate it. Yeah. You're like, this seems manipulative. Yeah. But then, like, obviously I do it because I want the 10% off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, that's it. So thanks for listening, and we will read you later.